hello and welcome to Tears from the Press Box. I'm your host this week, Headphone Joe. I'm here with my co-host, as always. What's going on, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming at you live and in person. Live in person, half awake, half asleep, half alive, half dead. Just like some of these teams in the NFL. Yeah. So, as always, we'll get into the kickoff where we get into some of the big topics. A lot of going on in the NFL. A lot of moving up. A lot of moving down. A lot going on in the NCAA. A lot of coaches just packing their bags and taking off. Then I got a couple questions from Brennan as we like to discuss the NBA. Then we'll get into the quick hits. Get into some quick topics real fast, some MLB hot stove. And as always, we'll recap our NHL teams past week. And then we'll get into the walk-off where who knows what happens there anymore. And then the press conference where we pedal our wares. But before then, it's time for the kickoff. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Brennan. Yes. It's been a while since we had one of these. Yeah. Let them know what it is. Game of the week. Wow, that was so lackluster. Game of the week. Yeah, well, I <laughs> live with my girlfriend who is still sleeping, so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Game of the week. All right, brother. Tampa Bay Indy taking over the one o'clock window, pushing and shoving Jags Falcons out of our lives. Thank goodness to give us a barn burner of a game down to the wire. Brennan, what were your thoughts about this one? Uh, it was interesting. So I was watching this game. As most everyone knows, I go to a, a Jags bar and then I always leave at halftime to come home and catch the rest of the games on a little red zone, do a little flipping. So I get home. And I'm, I'm watching it. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, I cannot believe the Colts are going to put it on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I remember thinking like, well, they've got Jonathan Taylor. Now they're just going to run the ball and drain out the clock. And this game's going to be over. And this is ridiculous. And then something interesting happened in the third quarter. The Bucks put 14 on the Colts unanswered and then uh, ended up pulling it out in the end. So I think this is just... Um, the first half was just Brady kind of warming up. Takes him a while to warm up now. I do not think it's the the, the Colts stifling the goat that is Tom Brady. I mean, I mean, come on. Brady looked very mortal. I mean, he ended up more, no, more agree. throughout the entirety of the game, though. Yeah, but that first half, he looked real bad. Yeah, he looked uh, pedestrian as all hell. Jesus Christ. I think the Colts are a good team. I think the Colts are going to make the playoffs. I think the Colts, especially with the, what's happening with the Titans, they've been so up and down uh, with Henry out and some of their injuries. Did you know that they've had to go through? Anyway, we'll get to them. But uh, I think the Colts will make the playoffs because of that. Uh, but I don't think I don't think they're in the same realm as teams like the, the Bucks and the Chiefs and. Uh, the Packers and things like that. I, I think you're a little misguided there, man. I think they have a good enough defense if they remember to run the ball and not get <laughs> the once to chuck it a thousand times. I think they're actually a really good team. Now, they should have, what you said was right. They were up going into the half. They could have bled out the clock. Jonathan Taylor only had 16 carries for the game. Like, yeah, the whole game. It, it's insane that they allowed once to throw the ball 44 times when they didn't need to. Uh, he threw two picks, as he's going to do if you make him throw the ball enough. Um, but they looked they looked like one of the better teams in the first half. I mean, now, it, again, it is hard to run against the Pats, but the Pats, yeah, damn it, I did the thing. Uh, it's hard to run against the Bucks with Vita Vea up the middle, but, I mean, they were able to do it in the second half successfully on that last drive to when they ended up tying it up. So well, it was you don't know until you try. The first two, the first two, no, the first three series out of the half, they just threw. They had, yeah. they literally, Joe Lombardi didn't call a running play, or not Joe Lombardi, their offensive coordinator didn't call a running play. Right, right, basically. Which, which I was shocked by. And the reason I brought up Joe Lombardi was because the Chargers had a very similar situation happen to them where they were just trying to do the dink and dunk. And this is, we talked about this last week with the Chargers. I'll talk about it now with Indy. 
And we talk about it with the Bills constantly. When you have, when you're a team that's predicated on these, oh, well, short passes are just like running the ball. It's not. Because if they get dropped, it stops the clock. Um, your guy, it, it, it's more susceptible to an, an interception. Interceptions mm. are more common than fumbles. There's just so much stuff that can go wrong when you're just dinking and dunking and just constantly throwing the ball. I think when you have Jonathan Taylor, one of the best running backs, arguably in the NFL, up for MVP now that Lamar had his stinker, like I think you got to run it. Well, Britt is just tearing the run down to shreds, just peppering you with every game I have ready to talk about. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. All right. Well, what's the conclusion here? Do you think? So you don't think the Colts are as good as the Bucks, even though they went toe-to-toe with them? Correct. I think that um, Tampa Bay has a habit of playing down to its competition. I think Carson Wentz will do Carson Wentzian things like we've seen him do. So I think when push comes to shove, the bright lights are on. I don't think the Colts could hang with Tampa Bay, Green Bay, um, Kansas City, uh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals who are on fire. No, I'm just kidding. That last one. Speaking of Green Bay, you couldn't stop saying their name, Brennan. Well, they made the Los Angeles Rams look like the St. Louis Rams. They put up uh, they put a good whooping on them for the first three quarters until the Rams got some scores in late there. Um, Brennan. Yeah. Do you want to tell me I was right yet? No. Not yet. Uh, Um, Three straight games with Stafford throwing pick sixes. Three games where he has six interceptions total. Oh, you took my stats I was going to use. You you sure you don't want to tell me I was right? Because when he first got there, you were, oh, glorious (laughs) Stafford. He was getting the Detroit stink up off him. It was them all along. Well, how about this? How about this? this Great quarterback. I'll admit you were right about Stafford. Maybe he's just all right. Um, if after the last couple of games, you admit I'm right about Lamar. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, Stafford's hurt, clearly, but so is everybody else. Oh, you gotta, my You got to play better. Um, it was reported, Aaron has COVID, though. Come on. Oh, God. It was reported. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You got to play better. Everyone's hurt. It was reported in The Athletic that uh, he uh, basically is suffering from uh, throwing arm pain. Uh, left knee pain and chronic back pain because he did have uh, the fractured vertebrae in Detroit back in 2019, which led him to miss the season, uh, most of the season. And so, but that's not an excuse. Like you got to this team, you have all these weapons, Sean McVay, horrible clock management. Also, yeah. did you see the um, He's low-key, like onside kick that they tried at the end of the game? Yeah. Sean McVay is quietly not that great of a coach. He ran the ball when they had like no timeouts great. and there's 30 seconds left. And then he, he tried to run a draw thinking he'd catch them like off guard. He's great when they're up and everything's humming. Just like that defense. I don't blame the defense for a lot of this. because I think a lot of it was um, due to the, the offense given Green Bay a bunch of yeah, field short fields. It with was an interception and a fumble. But Sean McVay and that defense are great when they're up. They don't know how to react when they're down. Well, and there's something interesting that I was watching in one of these talking head shows where they were saying, you know, the defensive coordinator now is trying to do his his breast, his best Brandon Staley impression, but he's not Brandon Staley. So it's like you can run the schemes and you can run the the blitzes and you can run all that. But, 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 Coach Staley's the one who created this that style of defense, not the you know the the concepts and everything. So mm-hmm. when you're actually down and you're getting screwed and you're in a dogfight, you need Staley to come in and be like, "All right, this is actually what we're going to do now." So the defensive coordinator they have now mm-hmm. is running all the same schemes, but I I just don't think he's I don't think he's Staley. I don't think he's the same defensive mind. I think and, that's a lot of I think that's a lot of bloviating because they were still bad last year when they got down. So it's not like Staley was the galvanizer um, that they're making him out to be. Also, they have way less pieces than they had last year. They got rid of two guys in their uh, DB room um, with Hill and Johnson when they went to 
uh, the Browns. They have their linebackers have been inept for how many yeah. seasons at this point. So I think they just don't have the personnel. And they got rid of uh, Robert Quinn was on that team last year. Now yeah. he's in Chicago. So I, I and Von Miller hasn't really made his imprint since getting over here. So I don't blame the D coordinator. I I blame, you know, the architect of the team at the end of the day. Yeah. And some of those time management decisions were wackadoo. But yeah. I also think Green Bay is the best team in the NFC. I think Green Bay is one of the Whoa. top teams in the NFL. You know, I didn't want to admit it. I, I thought they were good. Not great. Especially because did you know Matt LaFleur is like 34 and five or something stupid? In his career as a head coach? He's been there for three years now as Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. But but that's only in the regular season. They've never made it past the... Yeah, but it's interesting to me because every year we're always like, wow, Green Bay Packers kind of coming out of nowhere, 13-3 and or 14-2, and and then they lose in the second round, and it's like, oh, okay, never mind. Well, the second round is usually the NFC Championship game, so... Yeah, their second round would be because they normally yeah, get the, they normally get the bye. Time. Yeah, but you got to make it to the Super Bowl if not win the Super Bowl with records like that. When you're playing with Aaron Rodgers, he's only won There's one. A lot of people that don't make it to the Super Bowl, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, but Aaron Rodgers get there. But Aaron Rodgers is considered one of the best quarterbacks playing the game right now. He's a uh, he's got yeah, one. Of, only got to one. Yeah, I think Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is better than Dan Marino. I mean, I don't disagree with you there, but, you know, it takes a team effort and it takes, you know, the right coach to help you get there. And when Mike McCarthy's the coach for what, yeah, that's true. three fourths of your thing. career, like, don't know how that's going to work out. I'm looking and at it through LaFleur LeFleur lenses. On the job. LaFleur <laughs> was basically learning on the job. So, you know, he had a couple of mistakes uh, along the way. They have just as good a team as any this year to, you know, get them over that Tom Brady hump. You think they're going to make it? Um, I don't like the future predict that much. Uh, I've gotten out of that game as I've gotten so many things wrong because at one point I thought the Rams were going to be in the Super Bowl. The Rams are going to be in the Super Bowl. The Rams are not going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, And again, we don't talk enough about Robert Woods being out. Yeah, and, that's huge, and that really wrecking havoc to this. Just real quick, team. that that seventy eight bomb, seventy eight yard bomb to Odell, though. Mm-hmm. I think that was to open the half. Um, when they completed that, Matthew Stafford hit him, and he just ran. I was like, "Oh, that's it! Like they found the rhythm. They're back. Here we go. Better time to turn it on." And then uh, just nothing. <laughs> I was like, Sputter. "Come on, man!" Sputtered. Well, they did get a big touchdown catch, so, you know, take that, Baker. Take that. Well, Brennan. Yes. Just want to give you a heads up before we get too much further into it. The sound is still way off. Like, it's bar- it's really low. I can barely hear the, I can't really hear the uh, um, drops That's going to be stuff. something. I'm not concerned with that anymore. Okay. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. On yeah, you, it's, for you, it's always you. I know. And that's weird because I do the other podcasts and I do Zooms all the time and everything's always fine. But I think it might be the. Um, I don't know. Maybe just my computer doesn't like the program that you use. Yeah. Um, you really harsh my mellow there. I'm sorry. Uh, I just because everyone was talking about the the quality last week, and then I was like, "Oh, it's well, doing the same thing." That's a different thing. thing. That's a different thing. No, okay. that's not what it was doing last week. Last week, I in the middle of it adjusted on the fly, and then okay. that caused something to happen. I was gonna say, really? do the thing that you always do when I say I can't hear it. Click nope, the thing. I'm not gonna try this because I don't oh, want that. Then clicking. you lose the audio. Got it. Yeah. I'm totally with you now. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right. Speaking, speaking of, of you, like that. Uh, we had the. I was going to say, speaking of adjusting on the fly and it not working out. Hey, that works too. You know, sometimes you line up under your guard and you you just don't know what's yeah. going on. You uh, know, I try to defend the guy. I try to say <laughs> he's a good quarterback, and then he does stuff like that, and then has to call a timeout because he's trying to line his you know super young receiver up, and then he gets under the guard, and then <clears throat> he actually was trying to snap the ball. Did you watch the replay? 
Oh yeah. Like, he gets under the guard and he's like, hi, hi, hi. Like he's like, where's the ball? <laughs> okay, there's a couple of there's one funny thing about San that Francisco, Minnesota one, is what we're talking about, just in case everybody wanted to know. Just in case you didn't know. There's one funny thing about that and one sad thing about that. Um one funny thing is he did a similar thing back when he played for the Washington football team. Yeah. Instead of spiking the ball when they were like in yep, a late game I know exactly what you're talking he took about. a knee. Yeah. So he's done this before. But the other thing is like when you see that, it's kind of like, ooh, uh, is his brain okay? Especially with what's going on with their team right now. Uh, yeah. Everson Griffin having to be, you know, checked out metal, mentally. Um. So yeah, uh, Minnesota, San Francisco, a mirror looking at itself, a team looking in the mirror and seeing itself. Effectively, this is the game that we played. Um, Brendan, I'm I'm done trying to figure out what the hell the Minnesota Vikings are. Um, yeah, I'm 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 through with that. I'm not gonna rack my brain on that. But what are the San Francisco 49ers? Tell me. So please. the last two years, San Francisco has been ravaged by injuries, and everyone kept giving. Coach Shanahan a pass and everyone kept repeating the same thing over and over. Well, they've got a really good team on paper, but they've been, you know, throttled by injuries, injuries, this injuries that, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo's hurt and da, 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 da. Anyway, they're finally getting healthy. Um, it looks like they're finally coming together. Uh, I know. I mean, shouts out Dalvin Cook went down in that game with a, a pretty serious injury, but uh, I believe Debo Samuel did as well. Um, he yeah. got hurt too. Yeah. So it's not, but it's one of those things where Minnesota is so up and down. They're so hard to explain. We talk about it all the time, all the fantasy players they have on offense and they still can't put it together. But San Francisco has been predicted as going to be a top team in the NFC since, you know, the last three years. And then three years ago, they were good. And then last year, and then this year, they were kind of bogged down by injuries and Shanahan got a pass. And now it looks like it's all coming together again. They have a very physical team. The problem with that just like the Titans found out is when you have a real physical smash mouth team, people get hurt. And once they get hurt, you can't do the same thing. So it's really just a war of attrition when it comes to them as far as injuries and stuff, but it looks like they're getting healthy at the right time. Minnesota's actually going the opposite way. They're getting hurt at the wrong time. And Kurt, the Senator Kirk cousins just disappointed me, but Jimmy Garoppolo made a couple of dime piece throws, which were pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, well, the crazy thing about San Fran's injuries like this year was like, I think we covered it at like the start of training camp. They, they were, yeah, they were lost six guys. before the season yep. even started. Um, and then like what, three games in, they were down to like their 18th running back. So uh, they got some of their, they got some of those people back. Elijah Mitchell took off. He was handed the ball a thousand times. Um, got them a buck 33 and a TD. And yeah, Garoppolo, have we even seen Trey Lance on the sidelines since uh, that His one injury. game he started? No, he started that game, and then I, uh, everyone kept saying he was game, hurt. Got hurt in that game, and then I have not heard his name since. Yeah, I haven't even seen him. So they put that guy in witness protection immediately. Like Jesus, hey. um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, what can we say about Minnesota? They're okay. They're the They're best okay, worst yeah. team out there. Uh, so that that that's pretty much all and I got. Dalvin Cook them. going down. That was a pretty serious injury. Dislocated yeah. shoulder. So they're whatever run that we thought they were gonna make after some of the great games they had the last couple of weeks, that's not. That's over. I think it was a separate shoulder. And like he also hurt some ribs on on top of that. It was like a combination of things. Yeah, because they were already barely squeaking by it's not like the titans where it was like oh play I, like we do all this stuff around like it was justin jefferson adam thielen and dalvin cook her cousins just happened to be there it's like when you're with it never mind i was gonna make a really bad analogy this early in the morning one more round all right brennan you alluded to earlier chargers denver oh man Can you tell me what happened to your your, your boy with the luscious locks <laughs> Yeah, so this is my account. Uh, Herbert, my guy, my boy, Justin Herbert. Uh, I don't. He's young. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to say that he's young. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, two yeah. touchdowns, but he Excuse also threw strength. two picks. Uh, Twenty-eight of forty-four. It was 
I don't know. Shouts out to L. Greg, our former producer. Rest in peace. Uh, he's gone again. But uh, the Broncos came out swinging, man. Like it was, and it was not good. I think it was. It was two pick sixes or one pick six. It was one pick six, but two picks to the same person. Shout out to Patrick Sertan the second. Yeah, shouts out to the Rook out of Alabama. Uh, but uh, yeah, Denver went ahead 14-7 going into the half and then just put it on them uh, in the fourth quarter. The Chargers, and I've talked about this a million times, Joe Lombardi's offense is doesn't like to push it down the field too much. I think they need to start pushing it more, especially when you have Keenan Allen. Um, I just, it's a young team. I'm just going to say that. It's a young team. Derwin James had a pick, if I'm not mistaken, which was awesome. Doesn't get enough credit. Uh, especially now that he's fully healthy. But uh, the, I think the Chargers come back. Denver is a weird. We talked about Minnesota being a weird team. Denver is the king of what the fuck is going on here. Denver is a weird team. You're correct. But the funny what? thing, so you, you you said that statement last week, and I didn't really. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. You, you made that statement last week, and I, I was like, oh, wow. I, I think of Herbert as a downfield thrower. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, about Lombardi. Yeah, I was like, I think of Herbert as a downfield thrower, and you talked about Lombardi, and I was like, well, I mean, wasn't Lombardi there last year? And I forgot that they turned over their whole staff because they got rid of, yeah. Um, what's my guy's name? Lynn. Yeah, they got rid of Anthony Lynn. They brought in Brandon Staley. He brought in his own people. And Herbert is like bottom five in uh, downfield. Did you look at his stats from last completion. year? Uh, no. The stats from last year, he's in the top 10 and down wow. and, and like passes over 20 yards, completion percentage over 20 yards, all of that. He's in the top 10. And then this year, bottom five. That's insane. Uh, yeah, I was. And I would, to be honest with you, I heard someone mention like, oh, Joe Lombardi came over from the Saints. And I was like, man, that's the Drew Brees style offense was definitely not to Herbert's benefit. So I went on your favorite website, Pro Football Focus, and I looked up a bunch of stuff and I was like, what the fuck? This yeah, guy has geez. a cannon attached to his shoulder and they're not even throwing it. Using it like a BB gun. What the heck? Hey. One more round. All right, Brennan, you referred to it earlier. Yeah, right. this is this is all you, brother. This is my account. Now, the Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns. Um, we're not even going to talk about how this game should have been 16-3. to And uh, David Njoku caught a bounce pass. Um, Baker's out there playing hurt. But Lamar is out there playing bad. Um, I don't know what you meant. Last couple of weeks, he didn't even play last week. He caught a, caught a sickness. And they still won that game. But, you know, Brennan, sometimes when you're carrying your team. What'd you say? He needs to get on a vitamin regiment. He catches a sickness at least once once every year. Um, Sometimes when you're carrying a team, the team has to carry you, Brennan. And he was up against a very tough uh, Browns defense. And you know what? Sometimes you got to do just enough to get a win. But four interceptions are not not explainable. The interceptions were very bad. Um, But, you know, he was getting chased down by J.O.K., uh, Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney and those guys at the end of the day had to take their hats off to him because he made plays where he needed to. Um, he avoided sacks when he could. He only got sacked two times. So he made enough good plays to edge out a team that is has effectively built their defense to stop him. Um, and he escaped with those four picks, and now there's number one team in the AFC. Now all wins are going to be pretty, Brennan. Not all wins are going to be pretty. One more round. All right. Uh, Tennessee or New England, Tennessee. Uh, this game, not much to say. The Pats look like the best team in the AFC. Um, if you were to just turn on the TV and start watching, this was in uh, Foxborough. It was snowing, which was pretty cool. The Titans actually played pretty well. Um, as far as like, if you look at their highlights, they had some big plays in this game, but uh, just couldn't bring it all together. They ended up getting housed pretty good, 36-13. But again, I think I think the, the first half, the Titans really hung. 
Uh, they hung in. It was 16-13 at halftime. They were only down by three. And you think like, okay, here we go. We got something. And then New England scores 20 unanswered points. So I don't think uh, the Tennessee situation is, oh, if they had Derrick Henry, it would be different. But I don't think, oh, they'd start, they'd be winning these games and like rolling these teams. I think the Pats are coming on at the right time. That's what I think. Brennan, I'm going to ask you to do me two things here. One, I love this game now. Read me Tannehill's stat line. Um, okay, let me... I just minimized it. All right, Ryan Tannehill, 11 of 21 for... Oh, didn't see that. 93 yards. Thank you. Uh, uh, two, touchdown and interception. Do you know how many fumbles their running backs had yesterday? How many... No, I didn't see the uh, fumble stat, but I did see... Uh, Hilliard had 131 rushing yards on 12 attempts. I did see that's, that. Uh, so Derrick Henry good. can take that and suck it. And Donta Freeman had 19 carries for a buck nine. It's really good. Yeah. Derrick Henry would have probably had those two combined with the rushing attempts and the yards. I'm just but saying 100 you know yards in a game had? is really good. You know what he wouldn't have had? A total of three fumbles. Yeah, that's not... That's not good. That's not good. You can't replace. You, you can't make up for that. That's irreplaceable. That's giving the ball away, Brennan. You know who doesn't do that? James Robinson of the Jaguars. Yeah, he he hasn't seen the film quite some time either. He's been injured. But you know who doesn't do that? Who? Derrick Henry. A king. One more. I just want to throw this out here. I know you hit the sounder, I think, because I heard a muffled sound in the background. But I just want to throw this out here because last year we did a lot of comparing. I Well, not we. I did a lot of comparing of James Robinson and Derrick Henry. James Robinson has only ever lost one fumble in his entire career. Just wanted to throw that out there. Well, since, uh, since it's not on the rundown. You you must have missed that. But okay. Anyway. But he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't play. Yeah, he did. He played this week. Oh, you finally came back? Yeah, he's only Sorry, out for, he's only out for two weeks. Jags and games. we almost came back against the Falcons. And we were down okay. early. Yeah, and it was the Falcons too. I tried to avoid guys, both of those teams. Uh, who did you like guys play? Who did oh, you guys we play this week? Home. We were god awful. We played the fucking Giants. I That's, don't okay. Into no, it, I was I, I was being genuine. I couldn't remember. I was like, wasn't it a bad team? But it wasn't the Lions. Jesus I remember. Christ. We should have. I walked <clears> into that game thinking we were going to dog walk them. Thinking this was a dog and pony show, even putting up forty points games like I know. nothing, running At the least, ball down people's throats, and then we fucking forget who we are. I Jesus cannot believe they waited till Miles Sanders got hurt to tell they ran the ball. They there must be a vendetta, a vendetta against him. I know I've said it before. <laughs> and Speaking of vendettas, it's really fucking stupid. And then Jalen throws a, a back breaking interception going into the half. One more pick, and you would have seen Gardner. Oh my gosh! No, never that. Never that. He's never you say never. Up. You're gonna you're gonna get it's a little Minchu magic up. down there or up there. No, 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 no. All no, right, no. Cincinnati Pittsburgh. Cincinnati ben, Pittsburgh. Ben, ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is bad. Ben is bad. This we know. Joe Mixon is the Good. man. Uh, um, the man. The man saved an interception. That's probably the best play he made. That was a day. sick play. Um, two tutties, twenty eight carries, a buck sixty five. Um, yeah, ice the def- ice the game late. Even though I mean it was well out of hand at that point. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say ice the game, cap the game off. Uh, put a nice. But my bow favorite on it. play, my favorite play, Mike Hilton, who was a Pittsburgh Steeler last year, left, went to Cincinnati after Joe Burrow threw a pretty bad interception. Big Ben lines up. Under center, throws his own interception. Pick six to end the half, basically. Mike Hilton getting a little revenge on his former team. There nice you go. little revenge game. But um They put forty one yeah. on the fucking Steelers, mighty Steelers defense. I, think I mean the they first have injuries, time but. since like over ten years almost over ten years ago since Cincinnati has swept the season series over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is Bad. Trey Hendrickson got a forced fumble sack. Trey Hendrickson did his thing. You know, we're always going to shout out Trey. Whatever you do. Whoa. There you go. Um, yeah, Cincinnati, Zach Taylor. Good. Huh? Huh? Are they? What? I think I think it's a young team. It's a roller coaster. It's going to be up and down. Good's going to look great, and then bad's going to look terrible. 
The funny thing is that, you know, when they lost like two games in a row, and everybody was like, oh, pump yeah. your brakes. They pump came your- back to earth. <laughs> we, we overreact to just like a loss all the yeah. time. It's insane. Recency um, bias. Yeah. Especially when, because in some of the fashions that they lose, it's very traumatic. Like they lose by like that Cleveland game. They got housed. Like they're, they didn't have a shot. And you're like, wait, what? And they let, and the loss to the Jets is kind of like, huh? What? Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with the Titans. I mean, obviously before Henry went down, but they had some of those losses where you're like, what the fuck is going on? You know who doesn't have any of those losses, Brennan? Who? The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, I was like, I'm looking at the run. Where are we going? All right, time for college football. Brennan, yes. Do you know how it feels to get the monkey off your back? Oh, this was this was satisfying only because everyone in my family is such an Ohio State fan, and I kind of wanted to knock them down a little bit. Not my family, but the Ohio State fan base. Oh, uh, you know who this was satisfying for? Huh? You know who this was satisfying for? Uh, everyone in the state of Michigan. Nope. Nope, Brennan, this has nothing to Ooh. do with that UM. This has everything to do with my UM. This, every year, seven-year-old me gets giddy whenever Ohio State can be taken right out of the public discourse because I will never forgive them and oh, the yeah. referee who gave them a national championship I forgot on about a that phantom DPI. So I thoroughly root against Ohio State vehemently every year. And every year, more than likely, I'm happy. Except that goddamn, what was that quarterback third stringer they had? I can't remember his name anymore. JT Barrett? School aid for learning. JT, no, not JT Barrett. It was the, the third stringer they won the championship with. I don't know. They had so many guys with so many initials. Mm, I don't like RJ, that. RJ Barrett? No, that's not no. right. He's a basketball no. player. Anyways, yeah, he's a basketball player. He went to Duke. Anyways, Michigan, I'll find him eventually. Uh, Michigan, went, he got drafted by the Chargers. No, he got drafted by like the Bills in like the fifth or sixth round or something. Anyway. Uh, Michigan upsets Ohio Michigan State. Michigan upsets Ohio State at the big house. And uh, all of Michigan jumps on the field to go get covid uh, it was quite the see. Five touchdowns for the running back Haskins. Um, yeah, what what a, what a game! What a game! John Harbaugh finally putting it all together. Uh, was it John Harbaugh dude. putting it all together or dumb penalties by Ohio? Did you watch this game? But I have not watched a, a second of college football since I know Alabama that's your beat Miami. Uh, so I watched the second half of this game and Ohio State was playing very sloppy. Given it was in the big house, it's loud, but still, that's no excuse. You're supposed to be the best team in the country and you got ran I'm out of the building the by your best, best team in the country. Is I don't know if you noticed the two by their name, but they're supposed to be that one of the best teams doesn't mean they're the, the best team. You, said, you didn't say one of the best. You said the best. I said you're supposed to be the best. I'm saying from their fan base perspective, they are supposed nope. to be the best. There's a team with a one, though, so they're not the best. No, but I'm saying if you ask any Ohio State player, they go, yeah, we're the best team in the country. So you think no, you're the best say team. they're the second best. You're su- <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, let's get out of college. But, Brennan, there's a lot going down in college before we can get to our favorite segments. Brian Kelly just up and packed his bags. Did not see that coming. And it's going to the bayou. This broke last night, so this is why we decided to move everything to this morning. Because yeah, we had to we had to get a full scope on everything that's happening out in South Bend. Brennan, what are your thoughts seeing this happen? So this is bananas uh coming from Cincinnati, Brian Kelly to uh Notre Dame. Turned to Cincinnati around everybody knows that story. And then he went to Notre Dame and everyone's like he had some bad luck. You know, he was always highly ranked and then they would always lose some weird games and then he was never in it. Or they get throttled by Alabama. Yeah, they got throttled that year. It was like, what was it, 45 to three or some shit? Um, but everyone knew. Is, it wasn't even that bad. It just felt that bad. It was like 28 three or something. Okay. It just but felt every, like a fucking, it just felt massacre. like a dad coming home and he has like anger issues and he just took it out on his kid. Why are you talking about my child? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was uh, Brian Kelly was going to stay in Notre Dame, though. He's 
uh, Irish Catholic guy. It's an Irish Catholic school. There was like this, all these connections and Brian Kelly, I believe he's a alumni of Notre Dame. And it was like, Oh, he's going to stay there forever. And I'm just making stuff up now, but Newt Rockney for like most wins there. Yeah. Like I just thought he would never leave. And to be honest with you, the LSU thing I thought was going to go to another, I thought like Lane Kiffin or Lincoln Riley or maybe Cliff Kingsbury, they were going to try to pry him away. I thought it was going to be one of these like big headline snag clickbait coaches. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they just go out and recruit quietly, mind you, recruit Brian Kelly and pull him away from the school it looked like he was built for was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the quarterback I was looking for from Ohio State, Cardell Jones. Okay. C.D. Jones. Got it. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, look, I was stunned as uh, as also a hater of Notre Dame and anything. Um, touchdown, Jesus! I, I was thoroughly shocked. Um, I did not see this coming at all. Like I said, I I, yeah, I had looked up and it was like, oh snap! Uh, Brian Kelly's been at Notre Dame for over ten years at this point. Did not know that. Um, yeah, well, I didn't know that until earlier this year, and it was like, yeah, he's been there for 10 years. I was like, oh my gosh, he's been there for 10 years. I didn't even think about that. What the happened to time? Um, so, Like you, I, I mean, you would think, and LSU was so linked to Lincoln Riley, and we'll get to that in a second, um, and you never heard a, th- a peep about this uh, uh, Brian Kelly I, stuff. And no, like you said, we've only heard coming. like Lane potentially. We heard Mel Tucker before he signed that deal with Michigan State, and Brian Kelly went down and got the same deal that Mel Tucker got from Michigan State. He got a ten-year deal, ninety-five million. Um, don't tell me you ain't got money to pay the players. God damn it! Uh, so yeah, um, especially because Brian Kelly is going to go right around five hundred every year at LSU. LSU, yes, because he's going to have to play Alabama. We know he can't. He's not going to beat Nick Saban. There's certain guys you can just look at and you go, you have a slow scheme. Just looking at you, you look like a Midwest, just slow. You just look, your scheme looks slow. Not you look slow because like Urban Meyer, obviously, is not a fast individual, but he used to go recruit track guys at Florida. And like, that's how they would smoke everybody. And then you look at Brian Kelly and you just go, something about you just looks slow. (laughs) What are you doing there, Ryan? Huh, that was I was emphasizing. No, no, what are you doing with that he looks slow? What, what is, what are you Just doing there? every year when they play a team from the SEC or like a team from the Southeast, like not even the SEC, like Clemson or Florida State or someone in the SEC, the speed that gets turned on makes him like, it looks like a fucking Three Stooges movie out there. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Well, well, if I could defend the indefensible, because I don't like him as just like a I was going to say, how are you going to? Um, but uh, must be but, hurt. but uh, you were right. It was forty-two fourteen. I I don't. I think I stopped watching that game very early. Twenty-eight three. Yeah, yeah. I, it probably was never twenty-eight three, but I just stopped watching that game very early. Um, cause that was my first year in college and like we, I went to the quad and everything and like the school little thing and was watching the game and then it got out of hand and I was like, all right, I'm going back to my room. I was like, back to the, let's go back to the uh, student union guys. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, my name's Joe. So my thing is he was probably recruiting. <laughs> my name's Joe. What the hell? Um, he was probably recruiting, um, not the top tier talent, even though Notre Dame is going to get you some of those players, but. You know, they have their uh, religious requirements as well as... That's um, true. Academic uh, requirements. It's a hard school to get into. That's what I was going to say. It's hard to get in. When he was at Cincinnati... Um, he was able to get some of those. You could just speedsters. recruit the Rough Riders up in Cincinnati, get dog. You want up so a now, nasty natty. Let's go. Savannah's awake now. I don't know if anyone can tell by my <laughs> change in demeanor and tone. Uh, but now going to LSU, he's going to be able to get some of those athletes that are comparable to the SEC. So I don't think his his scheme will be as slow trudging through the mud. Um, and that warm weather, you know, you're going to be, you know. I just can't wait to his first press conference where he puts on his Cajun accent. Oh, I'm excited like, for that, oh, man. We were all fooled. And he just comes out with a go Tigers. Go Tigers. Speaking of speed. <laughs> 
All right, Brennan, tell me who's in, who's out, who's up, who's down. Lincoln Riley to USC. That's who's in. Just wanted to throw that out there. Speaking of speed, we are now going to our favorite segment. Joe bulldozed the Lincoln Riley news because he only cares about Brian Kelly and Notre Dame. Completely Um, forgot. I think Lincoln Riley's going to do really well. He's going to bring that speed, that spread, that like fucking let's go to USC, which they've had before. I don't know if uh, people remember Lane Kiffin. <clears throat> anyway, who's in? Who's out? Who's up? Hold on. Hold who's on. No, 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 no. I'm ready to talk Lincoln. I forgot about this, buddy. So huh? Lincoln moving, changing heaven and earth, uh, changing everything going on in the in the college world by deciding to pack his bags and walk out the door. Um this this is monumental. This is this is something we have not seen before. A college coach leaving a power like Oklahoma and going to another quote unquote power. No Oklahoma has not had to search for a head coach since like you mean the from seventies. You mean from a coaching perspective, because Brian Kelly just left Notre Dame. Well, Lincoln Riley did it first. So. Yeah, that's true. He did it before Brian Kelly did it. So, yeah, you got me there. Yeah, he literally but, did it just like right before. He did it like the day before. Um, 12 hours before. Setting a precedent. Lincoln Riley. Yeah, yeah that is, so that's weird. It, it was it's a monumental shift now. I, I, we don't there's not 100 percent details out, but let me just tell you some of the things he got. This is why I could not avoid this because, you know, we got to pay. We can't pay the players. Lincoln Riley's USC contract details, though not confirmed, but this is the best that this reporter could find. $110 million. Don't know how many years. USC is buying both his homes in Norman, Oklahoma for $500,000 over the asking price. That's a $1 million bonus, basically, for him. They're buying him a $6 million home in L.A., Yeah, I'm listening. It sucks. They should pay the players. That's ridiculous. And but to be honest, un- six million doesn't get you that much in LA. And unlimited use of the private jet twenty four out twenty four seven for his family. Now, mind you, Brennan, all this for a guy who has never won a national championship. See, this is the thing that bothers me is you and I can sit here and look and go, Brian Kelly, he'll be mediocre at LSU. Lincoln Riley's going to get smoked at USC. But these teams like don't see it. Like how it's like whenever you see a trailer for a movie, and you're like, that's going to be garbage. And then it ends up bombing. And it's like, why didn't anybody ask me? This is the same way I feel about this. When we had Lane Kiffin, I was like, at FAU, I was like, oh, we're going to be good. And then they brought in Taggart, and they're like, oh, he used to coach Florida State. And I go, this guy's offense, this isn't going to work. And guess what? It didn't fucking work. And Brian Kelly, Lincoln Wright, all of this, Cliff Kingsbury, if he didn't have Kyler Murray, that would be a fucking shit show over there. Like, we see this all the time where these coaches come in, Urban Meyer and Jacksonville, and we all look around the room and we go, I want him to be good. But I don't think they're going to be good. Like there's Never something to be good. Never there's something be good. gnawing away at me saying they're not going to be any good. And then they're not yeah. good. And it's like, why didn't anyone fucking ask us? Come to cheers from the press box. Ask us who you should hire. Lane Speaking Kiffin, of, 2021 for every coaching position possible. Speaking of, well, I want Lane to go to Miami. Speaking of who's up, who's down. It doesn't really matter a lot because we're at the end of the season here. Uh, University of of Texas San Antonio finally took an L. They're out in the undefeated season. Comes to an end. Wisconsin also out and the world is happier for it. Top six. uh, The top six going into. Wait, is this this is the last week, right? Yeah, going into the last week. This is not, though, the college football ranking. We'll see what they have it in a second. Um, tonight, 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 tonight. Uh, Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Cincinnati number three, Alabama number four. Whoa, was that a game against Auburn? Jeez, I couldn't leave this without mentioning that. Wait, Oklahoma say State. one more time. Go through. I'm sorry. Go through the top four one more time. Georgia number one, Minnesota. Minnesota. Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Cincinnati number three, Alabama number four, wow. Oklahoma State number five, and wow. Notre Dame 
Number six. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. All right. Yeah. But that's Michigan not the, that's not the, four spots. Alabama dropped. I know. That's crazy. Spot. That's not so, the yeah. uh, conference ranking. That's not the, uh, I'm sorry, committee rankings. Yeah, it's not the committee ranking. The committee will probably have it as Georgia one. Actually, have the committee Georgia. might have it the same. I, I think it's going to be Georgia, Bama, uh, Michigan, Cincinnati. You think they're going to put Bama in there with the way Bama had that game last week? Yeah, just because they know Bama's better than Cincinnati and Michigan. I can't. Don't don't even hesitate on that. There's no way on God's green earth you think Michigan can run with Alabama. I don't. But you put your hands up. (laughs) I don't. But I think you put Alabama at four because they're the swinging gate. They lose. They're out. They win. They move up. Oh, I see. Two. If they're at two, then you're putting them above Georgia and dropping Georgia Uh, four. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I, I, so you're saying from like a technicality standpoint, I got you. Yeah. They also have to think of the implications, you know? Yeah. You don't want to set precedent. Exactly. All right. Moving on. Brendan, we got a big one tonight. Huge. We got a huge game tonight. Now, I'm going to need you to predict who is going to win this game. Now, Brennan, you have disparaged the Suns and said they are not the top team in the West. You said they're not the top team in the West. I wanted them to win last year. I didn't disparage them. I'm saying they're going through too much. They're on a decline, whereas the Warriors are coming back from so much. They're on an incline. And I'm telling you that they have only won 16 games in a row, and they have dealt with all the outside noise effectively handily and it's not an, an issue to them so now to turn the tide they are one game back of the warriors the winner of this game will tell us who's number one in the west for the foreseeable future so who do you got i'm sticking with my boys i've taken i've been on the warriors since jump street i've been on the warriors since we did our nba preview you said I'm you staying, were on the suns last year <laughs> i no i'm saying i was on the suns last year but i'm saying since we started this season i've been on the warriors since the beginning of this season and i was right i believe i had that just like the big ben retiring uh without actually saying he's retiring I believe i had that <laughs> Um, he's retired so currently. I, we just don't know it. Yeah, he's <laughs> he retired. He's just going out there. He's strapping up and showing up. Uh, By the way, I'm if taking, Mike Tomlin goes eight, eight, and one to keep that above five five hundred above thing going. That's pretty fucking phenomenal. That would be class. Oh yeah, they already <laughs> have the tie. That's the hardest part. They already got the tie. Uh, Warriors. I'm taking the Warriors. Who are you taking? I am going with the guy I've been looking at for the past couple of days. I'm going with Chris Paul and the Suns. That's a work thing. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that sounded bad. Yeah, that's a it's a work thing. I've been. Did you know that the Lakers are eleven and eleven? Yeah, the Lakers have not been good. So the Nuggets, Nuggets won their first game uh, yesterday after going on a six game slide, but Jokic was out for most of that. Um, Can't now, rely Brandon, all did, of that on one player. Did you know? Well, Jokic was out. Michael Porter Jr. is out now. He made yeah back, back surgery. Jamal also is out. So you know, did I know more what? Than just one player. Did you know that the Sixers are only eleven and ten sitting there right now at eight in the East? So seven and three when he's fully healthy. All right, settle down. Uh, I had that well, one you know, you know what's funny, Brennan? I had that locked and loaded. Embiid's never fully healthy. Yeah, so, that's true. Very did good you point. think? Do you think the Sixers were arrogant to think Embiid could hold this team together without Simmons or at least a replacement of Simmons because they still have not moved on that? Yeah, so uh, again, that's that's a real stat. They are 7-3 and three when Embiid's out there and healthy. But as Joe alluded to, jo- Joel's never healthy, ever. I don't think he's ever played a full season in his entire career. He sat out the first two seasons uh, after he was drafted. Trust the process, that whole thing. Who was the other big guy that they got? That's, I don't even think he's in the league anymore. Uh, Jaleel Okafor was Yo, one. Okafor, Norlis, yeah. Norwell was one. No, um, I remember. I was thinking Okafor because that was a big that was a big deal. And then I don't yeah. even think he plays anymore. Um, uh, I, I, think I think he's somewhere hanging around. I think Daryl Morey does think he's the smartest person in the room. And uh, history has taught us that's a virtual certainty. He is one of the smartest people in the room. 
But I think the problem is, is you cannot rely on Embiid to be healthy. The best ability is availability. If you can't rely on him to be healthy, then yeah, it's incredibly arrogant to think that he could carry this team if he's not even going to play half the games. Um, I think they need to get something for Simmons at this point, even if it's a Jeremy Grant or something like that. You got to get something to to three and D to try and replace Simmons. Uh, not even replace, just make up for some of the defense that he provides. Wow, that's not a name I thought you were going to pull out of your hat there. What do you um, think I was going to say? Ooh, Jeremy Grant. I, I didn't think you were going to go with Jeremy Grant. I didn't know who you were going to go with. But I didn't think you were going to pop up with Jeremy Grant. That was so random. Um, Maybe I was so, watching the jump yesterday. What's up? <laughs> so Jaleel Okafor is presently on Team Nigeria. As I said, disappeared. <laughs> um, Shout out Nigeria. Now, yeah. speaking of folks who should be Maybe should be playing in the NBA. Brennan, do you think the Rockets should allow John Wall to play? Because he is saying that he's willing to come back. He just wants, you know, to fight for a starting position. And they're saying, mm, mm, they're going to try to trade him, aren't they? Isn't that why they're sitting him? Yeah, they want to trade him. But they're saying you can play, but we don't know about starting. Should they just allow him to start? They're one of the worst teams in the league. No, they don't know. Some type of veteran presence. No, they don't. No, they don't. Don't let him play. Mm-hmm. You're trying to trade him. He's an asset now at this point. He's not a he's not a player anymore. He's now an asset. Well, Put him on the bench. To, the thing is they're willing to play him, but he's saying he should be allowed to compete for a starting position, and they're saying no. You know what John Wall should have been allowed to do? Not take all that money and then get hurt and not ever come to fruition. That's what he should well, not he have played been last to. year. He he averaged twenty points a game last year in his return. Like, no, I know. I'm saying. I know. I just like to bust that. That Wizards fucking deal was a joke. But I mean, um, you, know, you never know. Again, you can't predict. They didn't call us, it. Joe. They didn't call us. I would have told him this guy's fragile. Don't give him that money. Um, no, we didn't know he was fragile then. He he'd been completely healthy up until I that point. I would have seen it, Joe. So I'm coming, very, very intelligent. You saw it in the way he was dancing at yeah, Kentucky right. on opening night. No, I, I, I think, I, to be honest with you, it doesn't matter. People take all the time in the NBA. Who cares if you lose? You're already in last place. Um, do they have a bunch of picks, don't they, the Rockets? Um, I don't know a bunch of picks. They have some picks. They they got a lot in the moving Russ, moving Harden. So they ended yeah, up getting a so, lot back. I don't know how many picks it added up to, but yeah. So don't don't play him. That's what I say. I think they should allow him to play because you know you don't want to just foster a culture. You know we you know are saying here we take it from Hermie. You play to win the game. You're all you're doing right now is fostering a, a losing mentality, a loser culture. It's like, um, there's another. Oh, oh, Minnesota had had that for so long, and that's one of the reasons we were so down on Andrew Wiggins was because all they were taught to do, and the Sixers, all they were taught to do for all those uh those imp- those impressionable years when they were young was. Hey, just go out there and lose. Just go out there and lose. Just yeah, go out there and you're lose. Right. Just go out there and lose. And so then you wonder why, you know, when they're supposed to be, you know, turning the corner, they keep losing. And it's like, well, you've just fostered a culture of losing. So We're, and they don't really have John out there would be like, hey, I once knew how to win, guys. This is how you do I it. I once so you, knew how to win. Like you give him that old veteran is like, hey, this is how you do it, guys. Take him under your wing. But if you just keep him to the side, like they can tell when you're not helping them, you know, put their best foot forward. Houston has their first round pick next year. And then they also have a first round selection from Brooklyn or Miami. But it's top 14 protected. So it's going to be a mid-level pick anyway. So they, you're right. They don't really have a reason to tank. Yeah. All right. Moving mm-hmm. on. Sorry, folks. And you'd be surprised how quick. And- quick! Mayman hits quick hit. Took me a All second right, to get to it, sir. We're coming up on an hour, so let's make it quick. Let's make it quick. Brennan, MLB hot stove. Big deals went down. Max Scherzer to your Mets. My Corey Mets. Seager. Corey Seager leaving the Dodgers for the Texas Ranger. And the newly minted Cy Young, Robbie, Rod- Robbie Rogers. Robbie Ray leaving Toronto to go to Seattle, one extreme, 
of the North to another extreme of the North. Who do you think was the biggest move? So, Joe, as I'm going to talk, Joe's going to check his mic because I think it got disconnected. Um, Did it get disconnected? There it is. Max Scherzer going to my Mets. Three years, $125 million. Yeah, I did a little bit of fucking research for this topic. Uh, Look at you. There you go. Joe's back. Hopefully, that's not completely excluded. That's a you thing. I'm fine. No, it literally sounded like your mic got disconnected. I heard you through the computer. You keep blaming this stuff on my end, but I do a lot of visual audio stuff via my computer, and it's always fine. It's your everything is still running on my. It did it again. Now it's echoing again, like it's coming through the computer. I don't know. I don't know. Check your audacity. Is it still recording? It's not audacity. It's audition. Still recording as well as my voice meter. Everything it's picking everything up. As long as it's picking it up, I can still hear you, baby. So I don't really care. All right, Max Scherzer, biggest news. Three years, $125 million, 43 a year. Uh, going to my Mets with DeGrom coming back healthy. It's going to be a bloodbath. That's what I'm talking about. What about for yeah, you, right. Joe? What's big? You guys are spending a lot of money. Um, I Before I get to my biggest decision. Yeah, we're New York. We spend a lot of money, baby. Before I get to my biggest decision, I did do a little, did a little research. Little, not research. Did a little reporting, a little due diligence. Reached out to Tyler White, friend of the show here, to get a comment on Seager leaving the Doyas to go to the Rangers. He said, sad, but he's glad he's, wait, sad, but glad he's stacking checks. Not a very spicy take from uh Not a very Tyler spicy White. take. Speaking of spicy takes from Tyler, though, talking about doing a little extra good buddy AD well, thing in the future. Anyway, we'll get to that off mic. Okay. Um, but I think the biggest move is Robbie Ray going to the Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mariners were on the cusp last year of making yep. the playoffs. They are currently the longest tenured team to not make the playoffs. They have been building from within Kyle Lewis. Um, they have Corey's brother, and he might be a free agent this year, actually. Uh, but they got a lot of young talent out there in the Northwest. Um, and I think bringing in this arm really solidifies their uh, their core and helping them move forward. So I think they're going to do well next season. And I think they might make the playoffs, especially because the A's let their coach walk away to go to San Diego. So that might take the A's out of contention and put Seattle right there. Brennan. Yes. What's been going on with the Lightning lately? Uh, it pains me to admit this, but it may or may not have been the cord to my headphones. Mm, sounds like a you issue, like I said. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we have had some other issues that are not a me issue, but uh, look. yeah, the but clicking and stuff on your issue, end. I can tell you that the clicking and stuff on your end that uh, Kyle talks about. I know. I know when it's a me issue. Oh, I thought you said it's never a me issue. I was like, wait no, a second. No, no. I, I never I know click. when it's a me issue. <laughs> yeah, that was weird because all of a sudden I turned my head and then you did that weird fade out thing again. And I was like, wait a second. Every time I turn my head, it does. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm sorry. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about uh, my lightning. So everything uh, considered, well, we're going to break this down by conference. So we're... Uh, Still kind of middling. Uh, one, two, three, four. We're in the top uh, six. Right now we are six with 20 games played, 12 wins, five losses, three overtime losses, 27 points. But those Capitals as... So this is the Capitals of old. They lead the entire um, NHL right now with 33 points, top of the leaderboard. Um, Tampa Bay... With, uh, they have to be tied with... Uh, no, nope, 31. Toronto, 31. 31, Toronto, and then the oh, wow. Capitals have 33. If I read that right. Breaking no, news. I'm sorry. You are right. They uh, nope. Toronto has 33. Capitals have 33. Calgary Flames have 31. That's what I okay. was thinking. So um, the Lightning, while we did lose to the Wild, we did have a three-game winning streak, and then we lost to the Devils, but we had three-game winning streak before that. So basically what I'm trying to say is I will take, if we win three, lose one, win three, lose one. I'll take that. I'll take those odds. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. Well, Panthers lose to their former goalie, one of their former goalies, Dreeter, um, denied us from getting that victory um, over the Kraken. Uh, he went on to the Kraken after the expansion draft and all that good jazz. So we dropped our last two to them and the Capitals, who you have as the best team in the universe somehow, and you just 
bypass the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, but we got a couple games in hand. We're behind Toronto by, I believe, like two points, and we got two games in hand. So, um, yeah, we beat the Flyers last week. That was all I cared about. It was overtime victory. Kyle, suck it. Suck it, Kyle. I think I remember what sounder to hit. I completely forgot for a second there. Uh, Brennan. Yeah. As I am hosting, it is up to you to do the walk-off thing first. Curveball, I'm going to cede my time to you, Joe. I uh, Plot twist. I had an idea for a walk-off, um, but then with all the college coaching stuff, it kind of got fucked because I really was going to do a whole thing about Lane Kiffin to LSU. <laughs> and then it got screwed. And then I got home late last night and didn't want to rewrite a different walk off. So I cede my time to you, Joseph. All right. Well, I didn't write one, but you know, <laughs> I'm a rapper. And we freestyle. I'm good at that every once in a while. So my what I wrote down, I knew what I was going to talk about, though. What I wrote down here was Scotty. So the past two years, Fulham have made their way from the Premier League. To the Champions League, back to the Premier League, back to the Champions League. That is relegation and promotion, Holmes. Um, and when we were last at the, not this most recent time, but the year prior when we were in the Premier League, we had Slavia Kanovic. He got us there through the first playoff promotion, but then he got sacked a couple games in. They brought in Claudio Ranieri. He was god awful. Sacked him and they let Scotty take the reins. Scotty Parker, who when I started rooting for the team, was the captain of the team. Um, Mr. England at one point, captain of the English national team. Um, he was our captain. He was our he was our captain. He was our manager. And you know what? He didn't play the most aggressive game. It was more of a conservative game, but he was our manager. And we won games. We 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 made an effort at the end of our premiership. And then when we got down we made it back immediately, back up in one year, bounce back. We were in the Premier League. We could have, we had better chance than not to stay up. It wasn't possible. And then the summer looked shaky. We didn't know if the cons were going to bring him back. We didn't know if he wanted to stay. Um, there was just a lot up in the air. And before the summer you know, really got going and transferred and everything like that. Scott walked away of his own accord. Um, a manager hasn't just walked away in quite some time um, without getting fired. And my issue was he didn't even leave us for, to me, a better job. He left for a lateral movement. He went to Bournemouth, another team that's in the championship currently. And we play them for the first time this season on Friday, December 3rd. Uh, we're both a top teams. We are, we are currently sitting at number one in the table, Brennan. How about that? Um, and Bournemouth is not too far behind us at number two. So this is going to be a battle for the top seed. So Scotty, I love you, but you're going down. Dun, 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 dun. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. <laughs> Brennan, yes. settle your wares. Uh, so I also do comedy. You can follow me at Brennan T Comedy on all social media, BrennanTComedy.com. Check out my other podcast, Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. You can always just type in ex-drinking buddy or ex-drinking buddy podcast. This week I had a guest, Dan Lamordon, very funny comedian, probably one of the best episodes we've done in a long time. Um, notwithstanding, obviously Joe's episodes are fantastic, but Dan every time, had- Every time I'm great. Some uh, really funny uh, stuff talking about playing division one baseball, blowing out his arm, getting involved in drinking and alcohol poisoning and all sorts of stuff. So anyway, check out that podcast and I'm in New York city. Come uh, see me do open mics. I'll be at the stand hanging out. Just come say hi. Yes. Brandon will be standing at the stand. Uh, you can Ow! check me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorville. You can check out this show's Twitter and Instagram at cheering press. Uh, you can, don't forget to hit our website at newlow.co to get all the good shows on there. 
And oh, you can go to my website and check out my music. Uh, my name's Headphone Joe. No O, no E in the phone. TV and TV season two are the tracks there. And then you can check out my merch as well on joedorville.com backslash store. Brendan, let's get us out of here so I can finish exporting this goddamn episode that's going to be the bait of my existence for the next couple of hours. And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Ever seen Griffin. I hope you're all right, man. Did you see that video? Yeah. Scared. You're sad. I can't hear anything, so I'm assuming we're out. You have been listening to the Anulo Podcast Network. We have four tremendous podcasts on our current roster. If you like the hit Broadway musical Hamilton, then you also might enjoy hearing the Ham Boys rank every song from the Hamilton soundtrack on Who Does a Podcast with hosts Headphone Joe and Kyle Loader. Get your sports talk radio fix with Cheers from the Press Box featuring Headphone Joe Dorville and stand-up comedian Brennan Tassif. Curious about how the brain works? Get your neuroscience knowledge with some laughs at Misbehavior Journal Club. This fortnightly science-slash-comedy podcast is where two lady researchers bring you the latest studies on behavior. It stars Amiel Moreno and Leah, a.k.a. Leah, or vice versa, Crevet. Finally, we have a new low. The podcast has started it all. This show features Farzad, Headphone Joe, Kyle Loader, L. Greg, and Scott by Scott. They discuss anything and everything depending on their moods or their level of sobriety at the time. Thank you for supporting the Anulo Network, and feel free to share your favorite episodes with friends and family. Thanks again, and goodbye.